This film has had many homages in horror, TV shows, animation, and even movies. It has had sequels, remade, animated, and adapted into color. Help the survival horror genre of what it has become today. If a movie barely has a budget, but want to show something on a TV or movie theater, they show this movie, because fortunately, it's in the public domain. And got robbed probably millions of royalties. But their loss is the audience's gain. But I'm going to need some help on discussing this one. So he claims himself to be a horror movie expert. And is also part of a horror punk band. Adolf Cardenas will help me talk about George A. Romero's 1968 Night of the Living Dead. Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I'm your host, Nathan, and well, there is a movie that is very familiar to all horror lovers out there, but I think I'm going to need some help to talk about this classic. He is part of a horror punk band and claims to be a horror film expert. We shall see, folks, with Adolf Cardenas, welcome to the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. Great to have you as a guest. Hey, buddy, what's going on? We're here to talk about George A. Romero's 1968 Night of the Living Dead. So, what do you think about Night of the Living Dead? Uh, it's a classic, my man. You know, it's uh, one of the first uh, zombie movies or flesh eater movies, you know. So it's it's definitely up there. And even though it's a little bit of a ripoff of uh, I Am Legend, it's uh, definitely made its own. What do you mean by a ripoff of I Am Legend? You mean I Am Legend was before this or I Am Legend what? ripped off Night of the Living Dead? No, no, it was a book. So I Am Legend was the book, and uh, George A. Romero kind of uh, picked all the, you know, uh, kind of changed zombies and vampires and the whole aspect of it. But instead oh, of it just being one one guy, they put everybody in the house. Oh, I didn't realize that, but it, yeah, it kind of did look in some familiar sense. I, I just got distracted with the zombies but i thought it was interesting especially at that time was kind of a risk but it was during the time of the civil rights uh movement to have you know to have a black actor you know be the star yeah yeah for sure also i wouldn't want i was also kind of wondering but i guess you kind of answered my question he just based a book from i am legend i just thought for some strange reason, there was a rise of cannibalism, or maybe Georgie Romero, but that makes a whole lot more sense than what I thought. <laughs> no, let's go with your theory. That sounds a lot more fun. Okay, so I was thinking that somehow there was a rise of cannibalism during the 1960s, and then George A. Romero got really scared of people wanting to eat him. He's like, oh, I'm going to write this down. John Russo, can you help me with this? Oh, yeah, sure. Because they were both the screenwriters <laughs> for the movie. Uh, did, did you have a favorite part uh, in Night of the Living Dead? Uh, 
Yeah, it was when uh, Ben was monologuing with Barbara and kind of like talking about how they ended up at the house. Um, yeah, just that there's like a cricket sound that's going along the whole monologue portion and it really adds to like the eeriness. So I'm going to go with that part, just that whole conversation of them two before everybody else uh, starts joining the party. Yeah, I really like the line, Barbara, they are coming to get you. For sure, man. That's that's classic. Let's see here. But but what I thought was interesting, uh, this was by accident, but I didn't realize how the emphasis on the time change was in the whole entire movie. I, I didn't realize. I just thought it was really convenient timing because we're going through a time change ourselves. What do you mean? As in the actual time change of it all? Like how they... So, okay. So when that part happened, I, I rewatched the movie for this interview, right? And like, it was like the day we were about to have a time change. So that right there kind of added to even more weirdness to it all. Yeah, it certainly did. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to find a way to talk about classic, but I didn't know about Night of the Living Dead very well. All I know is that Riff Tracks, uh, Elvira, Movie Macabre, uh, if you are an indie filmmaker, that's the movie to put on. Um, if, if you can't think of anything else to put on the screen for your character to watch. <laughs> right. What Which is cool about that whole bit, though, is that um, it was public domain. So that's how they were able to keep airing it over and over again during like reruns and whatnot because it was free for them they didn't have to pay any kind of royalties all because of an accident yeah but i kind of feel bad for the actor who played ben i'm just trying to Dwayne jones you know because man he could have i mean he did end up eventually becoming like well known but he could have also gotten some some royalties maybe Oh, for sure. And that's kind of like the, the whole cool part with um, the remake where they, everybody kind of somewhat got paid for it, you know. But uh, uh, Dwayne Jones, dude, he died really young, too. So I think he passed before the remake happened. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I think he, he passed in 88 and then the remake was 90. Oh, so is it so with the remake with uh, Tom Savini's remake? If I'm saying his name right, is there really a difference, or was it just a shot by shot remake, or they added some stuff here and there? Oh no, they totally reworked the script. Uh, you still have uh, the house and everybody going to it and whatnot, but uh, it's more gore, more of a final girl that's in there as well. So it's a to the 80 slasher bit. Oh, okay. Well, I should definitely give it a watch at some point. But for people out there, if you're just thinking, I've never seen Night of the Living Dead. You can check out this movie. It's on Tubi. And if you're like, but I don't want to watch it in black and white, please do yourself a favor. Watch it in black and white first. Because when you watch it in color, it does give you a different uh, aesthetic uh, feeling, if I'm saying that right. But I definitely recommend people watch in black and white because the zombies look really scary. 
and creepy in black and white than in color, because, well, you'll see for yourselves. <laughs> well, they, they did make a 1968 version in color where they kind of did the whole altercation bit, but it's garbage. So, like, you have the whole fake blood bit, which is done with uh, chocolate syrup as well, just like in Psycho. And if throwing that color, it's just going to kill everything. Like the black and white adds to the, the grittiness and like kind of like uh, uh, the gorilla filming kind of bit uh, aspect of it all. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. And I really appreciated, I mean, I mean, the, the twist. They, they had a couple of twists in the movie, which I really appreciate because most of the time you would just get probably around that time, you know, oh, I, I see this coming. But I felt they were trying to get more of kind of feeling like adding, you know, something that you would see from Rod Sterling's Twilight Zone in a way, like add some twists similar to that. Well, I think there's an episode of the Twilight Zone that's like that, too, where they have all like a bunch of families like there's some kind of crazy. Uh, what is it? I don't recall what it was. But I don't know if it was like a bombing or an invasion of some sort, but a bunch of families were freaking out and going to one house and they were all trying to enclose themselves into a house and they all started fighting and then realized that the enemy was really all of them. And how they reacted to a situation, which is kind of the same thing that happened in Night of the Living Dead, where you have everybody kind of freaking out uh, with a messed up situation. Uh, so it's kind of like the whole Twilight Zone bit, but you just have the flesh eaters. Yeah, but I, it's just one of those things, like, if you look closely in detail, this movie is a whole lot more than just, oh, this is just a zombie movie. It adds a little bit more context to it, and I really do appreciate that, because the horror movies these days just feel they're just trying to... They're not really trying as much to just try to... They are telling a story. They're not telling the whole story, if you know what I mean. Oh, this for sure. tells the whole story of what is going on. Right. And you don't feel lost of, okay, what just happened. Well, For example, I watched a, <laughs> I watched a, a horror comedy film. I know that's like Apple and Oranges. But there was... They just randomly showed a werewolf, you know, just being on the car. They don't explain what, how they got in the car. They didn't show a scene of them going outside. Right. In Night of the Living Dead, they did explain how the zombies were coming to life. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I... And some of the camera shots in the film as well, I know most people would be like, what are you talking about? All I just see is medium close-up and extreme, you know, extreme close-up shots. But the way that they had it filmed was ahead of its time. It, yes, it might have been your typical medium close-up, extreme close-up, but the way that they had it filmed cinematography-wise felt ahead of its time. Yeah, you have a, a shot there where Barbara is looking at like some jewelry box that she found and you see her reaction finding it 
And then you have the camera that's panned back a little bit with the opening of the jewelry box. And all you see is Barbara going through uh, Barbara's reaction from the other side. And that right there is like, what the hell? This is supposed to be a cheap little, you know, zombie horror movie. But the shots are phenomenal. Yeah. And speaking of Barbara, Judith O'Day, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. O'Day, O'Dea. I mean, you could feel the fear. I know she doesn't really talk a lot, but she shows the fear in her eyes really well. And she makes up for that not being able to talk a lot in the film. Right. And she was young, too. She was in her early 20s. Yeah, she definitely resonated what you could see of fear. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I have a curious question. Do you think they should try to find a way to <laughs> remake Night of the Living Dead? I know that sounds like a stupid question, but... <laughs> well, I, I think at this point, we've had, like... Okay, the late 2000s, we had Walking Dead come out, and zombies were everywhere. Right. Um, it, was, it was like a zombie you know, overload where there was... Horror was just completely taken over by it. Um, and, for... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go for it. And I think people have zombie fatigue, almost similar to what we're having right now with superhero and superheroine fatigue right now as well. I think everybody just wants something different. They want something positive, not something that kind of reminds similar of what the world that we are in these days. Yeah, we want our escapism, you know. We want to like get away from it when we watch a movie and like shut off uh, reality and like dive into you know a supernatural world. And the whole zombie bit, yeah, we definitely got fatigued. Same with uh, the teeny bop t uh, vampires, you know. We don't, no one wants to see. We want to watch an actual vampire movie. Yeah, but I'm curious if people would actually watch a vampire music video. Maybe for your band, Wake the Dead. <laughs> ah, nice. Nice transition. I love it. So, yeah, we got... Uh, I'm in the Wake the Dead. I'm a bass player for them. We got a couple shows coming up, and we're, we're really excited. Okay, so is there something that you do uh, besides, you know, music or watching horror movies in your spare time? Um. Yeah, well, I have a 15-year-old son, and he's got his car. He, he was actually... Uh, he won that trunk or treat for you guys uh the earlier this or last month so oh, we yeah. work on yeah go ahead i was just saying oh yeah he had a he had a great car it was uh it was the shining yeah so uh my son and i my 15 year old son uh we like to make um horror movie props so like we made like uh ash's chainsaw hand and uh, the necronomicon uh like uh, for that trunk or treat event we made the shining door um so yeah it's kind of what we do and it's horror and music that's like our jam yeah that have you thought of at some point uh, what's your favorite horror movie and have you thought of maybe kind of making a music video possible that, are, that is around that favorite horror movie of yours? 
So favorite horror movie will, you know, there's so many to choose from with so many genres, but the one that always gets me will have to be people under the stairs. And people under you know, the that, stairs. Huh? And oh, I've yeah. never heard of that. It's a Wes Craven movie. Uh, it's kind of has uh, a lot of racial undertones to it as well with like, uh, uh, what do you call that whole bit? Um, gentrification. And yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. It's really wicked. You have this brother, sister, husband, and wife kind of thing, which is kind of weird. Um, and they're like, they own a bunch of property in the neighborhood. Uh, and uh, they, you know, keep rent high and try to keep uh, people low. So it, it's a really good time when you have this kid that's going to go and rob them. And it just goes berserk when he gets stuck in the house. So a lot of things happening. You know, you, you got uh, a lot of cannibalism going on in that movie. And you have uh, this guy that's running around in the walls and his name's Roach. And they happen to have a daughter, which they stole from a hospital. So it, it's a really crazy movie. And to make a music video of it would kind of be really fun to do. Uh, I'll definitely check out that movie. Uh, maybe I might even check that sooner. Soon. Yeah, it's it's great. All right. Has there been? Okay, so you're part of the band Wake the Dead, Waking the Dead. Wake the Has Dead. Has there? A... Wake the Dead. Yeah. Okay. Wake the Dead. Has the? You probably got interviewed and been on a couple of podcasts yourself. Has there ever been a question that you wanted you wanted to ask, but they never asked you? Uh, no, because I, I usually don't care for podcasts. I just joined yours because uh, I dig what you guys do over at Industry Horror, and I love this podcast. Thank you. I really do appreciate it, Adolf. Uh, if you want to tell people where they can uh, follow you on social media and to see like any upcoming projects, you know, that you're working on. For sure. Yeah, we got our, our Wake the Dead, our, our Instagram account. That's usually where we update as much as we can. Uh, we, we're really on all the socials, though, under Wake the Dead. Uh, November 13th, we have a show coming up uh, at Corbin Bowl in Tarzana. Uh, December 17th at the Black and Gold Bar in L.A., uh, January 27th, we have a show at Therapy of the War Room in Glendale. And we have a few more announcements coming up, which is like really exciting because uh, we are cutting a record soon. So, yeah, check us out at Wake the Dead. Oh, that sounds great. Well, congrats with that. That's great. Yeah, it's, it's really neato. Really looking forward to it. And if you guys need, well, I'm not a songwriter. I, I'm not, but I think I might have a song that could probably fit with your band. It might cost maybe maybe me special guesting on singing the song, maybe, or something like that. Yeah, for I'll, sure. I'll talk, I'll talk to the other guys and see what they have going on. We'll yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you the lyrics. I, I don't want to talk about it. You know, you never know who's listening. You know, you never know. For sure. For sure. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Adolf. I really do appreciate you coming on to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast as we close the lid on this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast, telling all of you industry horror hearers and casual listeners out there to have a horrid night. <laughs>
Once again, thank you to Adolf Cardenas for coming on as a guest to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. And I appreciate all the industry horror hearers and casual listeners out there. This episode of Industry Horror Coffin Cast is brought to you by Industry Horror. Industry Horror employs autistic adults both at the store and at the warehouse and the trades of screen printing Stickers, banners, and more. If you are interested to help continue on keep employment for autistic adults, you can contact industryhorror at gmail.com. Industryhorror.com. You can also contact the social media pages pages of Instagram and Facebook. Industry Horror. Also, if you... Want to shop? You can shop online, industryhorror.com. Or if you just so happen to be around the Venture County area, you can stop on by the store off of 518 East Main Street in downtown Ventura, near the Buffalo Exchange store, just right across the street from Century 10 Theater. And we help out with silkscreen printing stickers, banners, and more. No matter how large of an event, or how small of a gathering, or how large of a business, or as small of a business, we would be happy to help out with your silkscreen printing stickers, banners, and more needs. The next episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast will... I'll be reviewing a movie. I'm just looking for some movies that put in the mood of... of the season of autumn, known as fall. And, and of course, please do listen to the Industry Horror Coffee Cast on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday around 6 p.m. to see if there is a new episode of the Industry Horror Coffee Cast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm. And also, if you think you would make an interesting guest to be interviewed, or if you have any horror movie suggestions, you can contact industryhorrorcoffeecast at gmail.com. You can also contact on social media page of my Instagram and contact me that way of any horror movie suggestions or or if you have a suggestion of someone to be a guest or heck, you say, hey, I think I have an interesting story to tell. I think I would make a great guest for your podcast, for your industry horror coffee cast. Thank you all for listening and telling all of you to have a horrid night.